And it is Mike Babcock. Dave Nail is in studio. How are you doing, Dave? Very well, Brian. And we're lucky enough to have the new head coach of the Maple Leafs, Mike Babcock, in here as well. Mike, congrats. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me in today. We didn't see this one coming. We didn't see you here today, I must be honest. Yeah, I didn't see it coming either, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I knew that they were looking for a coach. I knew I was going to go through a process. Uh, Kenny Holland, the Village family, afforded me that opportunity. Uh, I came to visit the Leafs. Uh, you know, I had to check back. I didn't know at the car what day it was, but I guess it was the 9th or the 10th. And when I got back home, I told my family I was very, very impressed. Uh, you know, I met with Hunts and Shani and then Larry, and you know, I was real impressed with them. I still never would have thought at that time that this would have happened, but uh, Shani was relentless. You know, I met with lots of teams and lots of intelligent people with great plans. Um, but in the end, uh, this really worked well for my family. And I wanted to be the Leafs coach. You know, you've coached in Detroit for 10 years, an original six franchise, uh, incredible operation. The Ronice product is unbelievable. But uh, when I thought I needed a new opportunity, a new challenge uh, to invigorate myself, you know, this one in the end uh, won out. You mentioned Shanahan and Hunter. Um, you've known them for a long time. You knew Brendan as a player and as a guy for a long time. Same thing with Mark Hunter. But you don't really know them as front office people. And they're both very raw at the NHL level. Your Correct. pedigree, your resume speaks for itself. You've been an NHL guy for a long time. Why have faith in them as front office people? Well, I think if you go to work someplace, you take a leap of faith. And, you know, when I came... Uh, to the National Hockey League. You go to Anaheim, they had missed the playoffs by 25 points. Brian Murray gives me a chance. I know Brian, uh, you know, was involved in camps with him, had a few beers together, but you take a leap of faith. You move your family out there and you say, this is the opportunity that's going to springboard me into a National Hockey League career, but you don't know. You're just in survival mode at that point. When Kenny Holland gave me the opportunity to go to Detroit after the lockout, and we'd gone from $72 million where there was no cap in those days to 36. You take a leap of faith, but you're basing it on the people. And and this is the same thing. They're committing to me, and I'm committing to them. And I was impressed with the plan. I was impressed with Shani. I was impressed with Hunts, impressed with Dubas. I think they're good people that want to do well, and they're workers. And when you meet Larry... You see a guy at 70 years old who's fired up about his next thing. He, he's not looking to retire. He's looking for his next thing. To me, that was invigorating. When I talked to the board and I went through how hard it's going to be and how long it's going to be and the struggles, and I, when I asked them, are you going to have my back? Are you going to have my back three years from now when your family's being ridiculed and, and things aren't going good? Are you still going to, are we in it for the hall? When they said they were, that was good enough for me. Mike, you said several times over the last few weeks and again today that you are a guy who's about winning. Can you reconcile that position with joining an organization that seems like it's going to be a while until it's competing for a Stanley Cup? Correct. Is, uh, I agree. That's what I say every day. I have a burning desire to win. And maybe to a fault. I used to get in trouble in grade school for it. Uh, had it my whole life. I love to win. Bottom line, I love to win. But this opportunity in the end is going to be about winning, but it's going to be a process. And then I'm a live-in-the-present type of guy. On game day, I'm going to be about winning. 
Now, all you, all you can do is maximize the group you got, and that's what you're going to try to do. But I'm not getting in the way of the big picture, and I don't want to have a playoff team. I want to have a, a cup team. In order to have a cup team, you need to have cup process, and so that's uh, cup scouting, and that's cup drafting, and that's cup development. And uh, You don't get lucky by accident. When preparation meets opportunity, you get lucky. When you do the work, things happen. When you got the players, you give them a chance to succeed. When you don't, there's no chance. And so this isn't a quick fix. This is a long thing. But what I believe is that we do it to ourselves. When you're in management and you get in a hurry, you do it. The fans are going to be patient. They're not dumb. They're smart. They see what's going on. Let's build a program here that we can all be proud of that should be here in this great city with all these great fans for the Maple Leaf. I mean, that's how it should be. Let's do it. With Mike Babcock in studio, um, obviously you weren't here last year, but you're aware of what was going on. It was a circus. It was an embarrassing year for the team. Uh, I've been in the city my whole life, a fan of the team my whole life. It was it was very difficult to endure for all the fans. You've, you've been saying it. Shanahan's been saying it. It's going to take time to be patient in terms yeah. of growing towards winning. But how patient do you have to be or what is a reasonable timeline to reestablish a reputation and how do you change the reputation with this team yeah great there's no timeline for me uh, but we started already and so we're going to keep going and we're going to work every day and there's going to be some huge setbacks we're going to dig in again the next the sun's going to get up so are we we're going to end up with really good people we're going to end up with really good players we have a good plan we still have to build the team off the ice then we'll build the team on the ice. Uh, we have lots of work to do, but that's, I think that's what it's all about. Life's about the journey. It's, it's about building it. And when you build it, the people see it's happening. And they'll be patient if we do it right. If we're going back and forth and wavering all over the place, they're going to be frustrated. I don't blame them. Now, are some nights you're going to come and watch the Leafs play and you're going to say, not good enough? Sure. Uh, I've coached for 10 years. I think the last 10 years in Detroit, we averaged 106.4 points. Someone showed me that. Uh, that's a ton of points. In that time, did I ever walk out of the rink embarrassed? Yeah, because I didn't get my job done. But I didn't walk out very many times. Now, does that mean you win? No. I walked out lots of times after a loss with my head held high. Uh, it's a process. So that's what we're going to do here. Uh, how much time is it going to take? Great question. When you find someone with the answer, you let me know. <laughs> so you just organically go with it? And when what, will you know? Like, when, when does it hit you? Okay, we've done it. When you've won it all? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, you've never done it. You're, it's about the next thing. You know, what's interesting to me is, is you, in 2010, I was fortunate enough to coach Canada's Olympic team and we won. And then I'm sitting around with my dad and, uh, a while later, and they're talking about the next one. He said, you're not doing that. I said, yeah, if they don't ask me, I'm not doing it. And then when 2014 came, he said, well, why would you do it? Well, you do it because there's the challenge. That's why you do it. But it's not about what happened yesterday. It's, not about, it's about what are we going to do today and what are we going to do tomorrow to get better. So to me, it's just constant progression of trying to get better uh, so I don't know what the timeline is I know I signed on for eight years I plan on staying here 10. Mike you said several times today this is the coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs 
and, and you said it with a reverence, and it sounded like it might have been something you thought about before today. And, and has this been at any point in your life a job that you looked at and thought, wow, being the coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs would be something I'd like to do someday? Not, not as much like that. What I would say to you is I told a buddy a while back, hey, I want to live in a condo downtown with my wife and my kids are gone. I'd like to do that in one of these great cities. Is that, is that New York? Is that Chicago? Is that Montreal? Is that Toronto? It's, they're incredible, incredible cities. But when you've coached Detroit for 10 years and it's an original six franchise and you're thinking to yourself you might leave, you're leaving the Detroit Red Wings. You're, you're making that decision to leave Ken Holland and Mr. Illich. These, these people looked after me for 10 years. You better make a decision to go someplace that you perceive is a big deal. I perceive this opportunity is a huge challenge with great excitement, invigorates you. I was like a 25-year-old kid, nervous, fearful today. I love that. That means you're not dying. That means you're living. And, and is the challenge great? Sure. But is the city great? Yeah. Is the Maple Leaf logo fantastic? Yes. I think it's the Maple Leafs. I'm the head coach of the Maple Leafs. I think it's special. With Mike Babcock here on TSN 1050, how can winning and losing uh, with the Leafs affect your legacy compared to winning and losing elsewhere, considering the significance of this yeah, team? I, I don't spend a whole lot of time thinking about it. I never thought about it in the past. I like winning. You know, I, I've said it. I like winning. Uh, I want to be the greatest coach in my generation. You can never, ever measure up to Scotty Bowman. It's a different time, a different era. It's impossible. Now, so what you could have done, is when I talk to all these teams, you can line yourself out and go with a place for sure that's set up. And that will, in some ways, common sense-wise, from the outside looking in, might be the way to go. This is the city of Toronto. The fan base here, I think, is incredible, second to none. Uh, It's the Leafs. I'm proud. I'm excited about the decision I've made, and I'm excited for my family my wife to get a chance to live in this great city and I'm not trying to get anybody all fired up about next week I'm fired about about today and tomorrow right but the process for the fan is going to take longer and I live it I love to grind I, I tell people I'm a professional grinder I'm absolutely relentless I love it uh you know, I don't work because that'd be wrong. It's like pretending you guys work. <laughs> no, we don't. Work. My wife we don't. says when people say, oh, your husband works all the time. No, she says, no, he's just out there screwing around. Which She's not wrong. Like, I love this and I love the challenge and I love the opportunity. And I think when you face things like that and you're exhilarated with your opportunity and you're committed to it, you have a chance. Mike, one thing you have in common with the previous four Toronto Maple Leaf head coaches, interim coaches aside, is all of you took teams to the Stanley Cup final. You got to the final, then you won a cup. Of course, Randy Carlisle won a cup. But Ron Wilson did, Paul Maurice, and Pat Quinn all got to cup finals. Okay. None of them were able to replicate that success in this city. What goes through your mind when you look at that recent history? Well, I thought Pat Quinn had success here. You know, he, yeah, he got to a conference final. No, I thought yeah. he had success, yeah. and I thought... But none of them were able to equal what they had done in other places. Pat was as large as life for me. They had a good thing going on Mm -hmm. when Pat was here. Um, That was before the scrutiny that the players are under here today. Um, 
So why would anybody be crazy enough to come here? You know, I ask myself that a lot, but the reason I want to come here is because I believe we can get her done. And, you know, is there any guarantees? No, but I'm a big believer. You do good things, good things happen. Uh, I believe if you think you can, you can. Now, there's nothing wrong with having doubters. Uh, that's great. That makes it more exciting, actually. But we're going to go through the process, and we're going to make change. And that change is going to lead to more and more success, and we're going to build more and more momentum in this city, and it's going to be safe for the players then. And then players are going to come. What do you mean when you use that expression? You used it several times a day. We have to make this team safe for the players. Well, just think about how hard it is to be a player on the Leafs right now. Uh, they asked me about Dion today. Let's make it safe for him. Let's help the guy out for crying out loud. Let's help him be the kind of player and leader he wants to be. Let's, let's step up. Let's own it ourselves. We're responsible. We put the product on the ice. Let's fix the product. Let's help the guys. And when you do that, you know how many guys in Ontario are, are playing somewhere else that are pretty good hockey players that wouldn't mind coming here? It's the Maple Leafs. Let's make it safe for the players. But it's going to take us time. This isn't happening tomorrow. It's not happening next week. It's going to take us some time. Uh, but the board committed to me, and I committed to the board and to the city. And that doesn't mean you can't question us. You're going to do that. You guys get paid. Oh, we to will. Do that. We will. We most you get paid to do that. Yeah, we're already questioning. But, but the great thing about it is, is when I start listening to you guys, I'll be working with you. In the meantime, we're going to do it the right way. So you're saying you don't listen to TSN radio? No. Okay. Well, give us a shot. There'll be the some road. country <laughs> channel, I'm sure, here. Oh, you can find them here. I'll find a country channel, just like it did in Detroit for 10 years, that they didn't okay. talk about the Red Wings, and I'll be dialed in. <laughs> okay. That's probably your uh, wisest move yet, Mark, because I don't know if you want to tune in to us on a regular basis. Well, we can't thank you enough for popping up here, and uh, good luck with the rest of the tour. You're going to be all over the city today, so try to enjoy it. Hey, guys, thanks for having me on. The great thing about most of the people that cover this game is their fans themselves. They want us to do well. That's right. Absolutely. Good Thanks, luck Mike. with everything. Thank you, guys. There he is, Mike Babcock, the uh, new head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is the Brian Hayes Show.